Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy and healthy life. Not as disabled people, but as people with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day's The Fritter. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. We've got a good one for you today. We've gone over this before on the podcast. Now, we've been doing this going on six years. So it's good to have reminders and tips for people who are newly diagnosed with a disability. So for some of you, this may be a review. For some of you, this may be new information. It's worth it to go over again. And So sit back, relax. We're going to just talk about tips and reminders for social situations after being diagnosed with a disability. Some people have visiting nurses and rehab specialists coming to the home after being released from a hospital. Something that we all have to remember, these people are professionals coming to your house and they're coming there for clinical reasons. They're not coming there as maid service or cooks. They're not coming there as bottle washers. They're coming there perform a professional service. Nurses may be coming there to check blood levels. They, they'll be checking your blood pressure, your temperature. They may be taking blood for blood tests. Your rehab specialist, well, you know why they're there. They're not there to wake you up. They're not there to feed you breakfast. They're not there to make your bed for you. That's your responsibility. When they're coming, and you know that when they're coming, you should be up, washed, dressed, and ready to go when they come in. There are other people that you can hire to come in and make your breakfast for you and get you washed and dressed and all that other good nonsense, but that should be up to you to do that. You should be getting up at a regular time every day. Get out of bed and get dressed for the day on your own if it's possible. If it's not possible, of course, arrangements can be made. But if it's possible, you should get up just like you did every other day of your life. Get up at a regular time. Get washed. Get dressed. Don't stay in your pajamas all day. Nothing can be more depressing than staying in your pajamas all day. Get dressed like you're going somewhere or doing something. The next thing is eat a normal breakfast. Don't eat pizza from last night, cold pizza. Don't eat candy. Don't eat potato chips and pretzels. Eat a normal breakfast. Sit down like a normal human being and eat a normal breakfast. Make sure you take your medication every morning. Whatever your medication is that you're supposed to take in the morning, make sure you take it. If you're supposed to check your blood sugar and take insulin, make sure you do it. Don't put it off. Don't skip it. Make sure you do it. Eat normal meals. Eat lunch at lunchtime. Eat dinner at dinner time. And don't eat junk. 
don't eat junk. We just had two uh, other fritters where we talked about pre-diabetes and insulin resistance. You're getting limited exercise as it is. Don't eat junk. Eat healthy meals. Eat well-balanced meals. As it is, you'll be living a more sedentary lifestyle than you used to. And all of that contributes to things like diabetes, which contributes to heart disease and coronary artery disease and peripheral artery disease. I don't have to tell you. If I have to tell you, that means you haven't been listening to the podcast. It all leads up to major diseases and major problems. So eat healthy foods, eat healthy snacks. I'm not saying walk around eating carrot sticks all day. No, that's ridiculous. Nobody's going to do it, (laughs) honestly. Eat in moderation. Get some exercise. Get as much exercise as your doctor will allow you to get. And I'm talking about make sure you ask your doctor first. If your doctor lets you go for a walk, then go for a walk. If he tells you he doesn't really want you to go for a walk, well, at least sit outside. Get some air in you. Get some oxygen in you. Don't sit inside. You're not a prisoner in your house because you have a disability. Get outside. Meet the neighbors. Talk to the neighbors. Don't isolate yourself. This is something that I made the mistake. I know a lot of people make the mistake. For guys, let me just say this. Long hair is not a good look. I don't know what it is, but (laughs) for some reason, we let our hair grow out. It's not a good look. Trust me, guys. It's not a good look. You don't look like a rock star. You don't look like... uh, Bon Jovi or John Lennon or any of them. It's not a good look. Cut your hair. Go to the barber shop. Buy clippers. Cut it yourself, but cut your hair. I see too many people. I like I said, I was one of them in the beginning. My wife, <laughs> my wife put an end to that real quick. But I see too many people still today. They're walking around and they're older, you know, they're older guys now. They put on weight from sitting around all day. So they're all the fat guys <laughs> with long hair and they think they look cool, but they're walking with a cane or a rollator or whatever. Cut your hair, guys. Cut your hair. The other thing is hygiene. Very, very important. Very important. For obvious reasons, it's very important. For for other reasons, because if you're going to interact with the public, believe me, it's very important. You want people to be friendly with you. You want people to be able to stand next to you. It's very important. Plus for your health, like I said, the obvious reasons for your health, it's very important. Hygiene. It means a lot. For ladies, please, please take care of your hair. It it means a lot too. Don't let it go straggly. You know, keep it cut nice. You don't have to go to the beauty parlor every week or every month. You can trim it yourself or have your friends or your, you know, family trim. 
It means a lot. And you'll feel better, believe me. Guys and ladies, you'll feel better when you look better. Now, guys, one more thing. The ZZ Top beards. (laughs) Or the replicas. It works well for ZZ Top. It doesn't work well for you. You you look like, I don't know, something out of the Ozarks or whatever, out of the woods somewhere. Cut the beards, trim the beards, keep it keep it cl- keep it close. Beards are good looking. I have a beard. But these ones that you let grow down like you think you're Santa Claus or something, come on. Some people can carry it, most people can't. Leave the long beards as easy top and Santa Claus. Here's something else that may affect you. When someone says to you, hey, how you doing? How you feeling? That's a salutation. That's like saying, hello, how are you? They're not asking how you're feeling and want to know your whole medical history. They're saying hello. So skip the, the whole history part. They don't want to know about your operations and they don't want to know about all the meds you're on. Just say, hi. How are you? Too many people read, you know, they they wait for some reason for someone to say, how are you? Or what's going on with you? And they open up a floodgate. People don't don't really want to hear all of that. I mean, your family might want to hear it, but even them, they don't really want to hear the whole thing. They're asking, how you doing? And you can say either, I'm fine. Or, "Ah, I'm under the weather today. You don't have to go into the whole thing about the gory operation and what they took out and what they left in. Nobody wants to hear it, honestly. Unless they specifically ask you. They're asking you how you're feeling right this minute. Right this minute, it's okay to feel good. You have a disability. It's okay to feel good. No one expects you to feel rotten every day of your life and that's something else that people have to get over i i i hear it a lot a lot especially with people who are are new to new to being in the disability program from social security every day seems to be the worst day of their life and i think part of being disabled or having a disability part of it is mental I think they're afraid to admit that they feel better today than they did yesterday. Or they're feeling a lot better than today than they felt when they got hit by a car. That's that's normal. It's normal to feel better. That's part of it. That's part of healing. You may have a disability that is going to keep you down for the rest of your life. But it doesn't mean that every day of your life has to be the worst feeling day ever. If that makes sense to you. You can. You're allowed. You're you're expected to have good days. You're not expected to be in misery from now on. Keep that in mind. And remember something. Not everybody is fascinated by what you used to do. Your glory days are your glory days. Remember that. You have a good you have some good stories from the past, but not every story from your past is going to hold people on the edge of their seat. Sometimes it's nice just to listen to other people's stories. Yes, you can relate 
with, with the story that you have from 1990, but it really has nothing to do with anything going on in 2023. Like I said, your glory days are your glory days. They're your memories. And not everybody is going to sit on the edge of their seat and say, Ooh, tell me more. Be happy with other people's stories and listen to them. That's part of being a good friend is being a good listener. I hope some of these tips will help you. We're going to have more as time goes on. These are just things that some, sometimes we forget and we get so caught up in the circumstances that we think, oh, we'll get to it later or people will understand. Sometimes we turn people off because we get so caught up in ourselves and what we what we want to do and what we want to explain and we figure people will understand and we have to fit in if we want people to accept us we have to fit in and we have to know when we're doing something right and when we're doing something wrong just these are a couple of tips to remember if you want you can write me and i can forward these tips to you in writing Nothing that's earth-shattering. They're not the golden rules. They're just tips from experiences I've had or other people have had that they've written in. And we share them with, with, with each other. I hope they helped some little way. And I'll talk to you again real soon. I want to thank you for being here today. And I want to remind you, nobody ever went blind by looking at things from the bright side. So give that a shot, my friends. You've been listening to An Apple a Day's The Fritter. My name is Jimmy Apple. I'll talk to you again real soon. Have a great day today. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.